Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 121 of the Club 121 Podcast. <laughs> As always, I'm not Pat, I'm actually Dan, and uh, when someone asks you if you're God, you say yes. Yes. Uh, joining me, as always, is Chris O'Mealy. Uh, I should I should have done the quote this week. Yes. So uh, first of all, guys, I want to thank everybody for their patience. Uh, this we have did not really do an episode last week. Our lives have been very very busy, as you can see. Pat isn't here with us. Um, my life has been kind of out of control with my work schedule, and my poor cat is currently spending the night at the vet for a very serious infection. So everything has been. Way too out of control. Things are still out of control, but we're 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 spending the time to we're get this podcast out of after. control. Out of control. Yes. yes. But but none not about that. We're uh, we're gonna have fun. We're gonna have a good time. And in Pat's absence, we decided to invite back the laugh track. The one and only Ellis Homeless is here with us. I'll take the penis is mighty out to back. Yes, and of course he has to get a quote in too because it's the pen is mightier. It is. And how was your birthday, sir? Uh, not bad. Homeless, like, you know, Aww. I got, you I got, you a, a home I got a, for your birthday. No, but I got a brand new box to add on top of my other box, and so I got a two-story box. The two-story box. Yes. Why'd you put it next to it and you have a double wide? Two-story looks better. <laughs> it's the I can, I can, rent, I can rent out the bottom of the box to somebody else. It's a loft. I then I have a roommate. His uh, name is Frank. But you're but you're gonna have a roommate soon. <laughs> you, you, you you're, don't you're getting married. Cohabitate right? your box with your fiance. Yes. <laughs> awesome. No, she she's she's gonna let me keep living in the box. She's gonna live in the house. Oh wow. Nice. You're either you're either the the smartest, most caring man alive, or the it most idiotic. I don't know. We'll figure that out. <laughs> like okay. Bender when when his closet is huge, and then Fry. Why don't I just live in here in a closet? Come on, Fry. <laughs> She'll let me bring the box into the house, and I'll keep living in the box. You stay in the box. At all That's time. awesome. That or she'll get me a dog house. One of the two. That's awesome. All right, guys. So now for content. Yes, real content here. <laughs> what we're gonna do? We're gonna review Night of Champions, and then we're gonna talk about the uh, the fallout from the last two weeks of Raw, and uh, what this is leading up to. Now, as you guys know, we've got an, a Madison Square Garden special coming up. We're not gonna do a rundown for that because we really don't have much of a card other than Brock Big Show. So uh, we'll just review that next week and we'll discuss it. Let's start off with the Night of Champions kickoff match, which was the Cosmic Wasteland taking on the Lucha Dragons with Neville. This, of course, is continuing the Neville Stardust comic book feud. Uh, we got the Ascension involved and the Lucha Dragons involved. So it was a lot of uh, it was a very colorful character type match. Very good, solid opener. And the Cosmic Wasteland got the win, which I believe was the right move. And they're going to rise. Exactly. Uh, good stuff, oh, yeah. and they are still, and they're they're pretty much continuing this. It's still Stardust with Neville, um, so yeah, we're we're not done with it yet, but it's, it's a good feud. So why why stop it here? All right, the pay per view opens up with a new Intercontinental Champion, which I friggin' loved as Kevin Owens defeats Ryback 
in a match that made me very happy and probably Pat very sad. But he's not here to defend Ryback because this is a pantless episode without Patrick. I, I think uh, I think he had a mixed bag of emotions about it. I'm he sure was probably he did. torn. He's a he was a glass case of emotion. Exactly. Uh, milk was a bad choice. Oh wait, he doesn't <laughs> drink milk. Never mind. No. No, and he's a cashew milk. All was the a bad milk choice. was a bad choice. And, and apparently, the Burger King Halloween Whopper is rapey. But you know, whatever. Um, the Kevin Owens, Baxter. So Kevin Owens is now Arnold's favorite wrestler. Yes. Yes. Oh yes, but I Arnold see. should also be liking Shinsuke Nakamura because he won the he won the IWGP IC Championship back. It's no, a lot. That's a lot of IC at the New Japan show. At the New IC. Japan. I see. All right. So uh, good for Kevin Owens. He's a uh, he's moving forward um, with his stuff, and I believe something happened. Uh, I, I can't remember what the follow up was right now with uh, with who Owens is getting for next. But I'm pretty sure Ryback's out of the picture for the time being, and that's a good thing. He fought Rusev, but I don't think that's going to be it's going to amount to anything. Speaking of Rusev, uh, he loses at the next match to Dolph Ziggler. This match was really long, and I don't really think it needed to be because as good as these guys have had matches in the past, I just feel like this one didn't deliver as strongly. And maybe it's part part of me was just kind of over the feud, but whatever. Um, good news is we've, we're pretty much done with the feud now. Ziggler's moved on, including he might have a new feud Stemming from Total Divas, which we'll talk about. Come on, there's no feud stemming from Total Divas. <laughs> yeah, except for except for all the feuds that stem from Total Divas. Like nothing directly stems for it. All the freaking story, all the storylines that have to do with Total Divas is that bitch is on Total Divas, and I don't like that. Pretty much, yeah. So and, like, uh, nothing really yeah. extends from Total Divas. Yeah. But I'm glad they're dropping this storyline because it just it got should have ended at SummerSlam. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Now, here's a match that we are not done with this feud yet. The Dudley Boys get the win over the New Day, but it's by DQ, so New Day keeps the titles. And they broke a table. And they did. They did indeed break a table. And Xavier Woods came out limping the next night on Raw. <laughs> Kofi and Big E came, like, doing their usual high-intensity clapping, and Xavier was just kind of limping along, carrying his trombone with him. Which I got a real kick out of. Yeah, we're not done with this feud yet. They're still... I believe it will be the official tables match is what we're getting next out of these guys. At TLC? Or are they going to blow their load at freaking Survivor Series? (laughs) Yeah. And, of course, uh, the Save the Tables petition is still going strong. Oh, but you guys, you saw the video, right? Yes, the video is amazing. In the arms of an angel. (laughs) All right. But weren't they they about to use a table on the Dudleys, though? So that kind of goes against what they were uh, trying to do there. Oh, oh, Ellis! It's almost like they're heels. What? <laughs> they're <laughs> almost heels. <laughs> yeah, they're heels. There are no more heels. Remember? Ugh. It's been like nearly oh, twenty no. years since they stopped being have stopped having heels. Oh, everyone's a shade of gray. Yeah, fifty, fifty of them. Yeah. Oh, God, no! He's oh, seventy. Now. So it's seventy shades. Yeah, seventy shades of gray, except when they're. Black. Which is about what color his hair is now. Yeah. <laughs> his hair is 70 shades of gray. Yeah. And I don't oh. dye it either. Yeah. Oh, Blacks. 
Yeah. <laughs> he would die at, sooner die at white. Yeah, pure white. Just like my Christmas lights. Yeah. You sound awfully you sound awfully different, Vince. I'm sick. You feeling okay? Oh, all right. All right, so now we gotta talk Cut about black. How dare you be sick? You should be better than that. <laughs> all right, they now got we gotta me. we gotta black flag. We gotta talk about the Divas match, which we friggin' called this one. Charlotte beat Nikki Bella for the title, and as soon as she won the belt, I was like, that's it. She only kept the title long enough to beat AJ's record, and then they immediately took it off her. And that confirmed everything. All due respect to Nikki Bella, because she actually has worked her ass off. And to be fair, both her and Brie are worlds better than they were even like two, three years ago. Um, your, your title reign meant nothing in the long run. It was designed Your to erase another was a title. Face. It it was, and it's just it's so dumb. It really is. It's it's so stupid. It's we so hate petty. CM Punk so much that we let this bitch keep the title for way too long. Yeah, it, and that's pretty much what it was. Like now, Nikki doesn't have the title anymore, and and the interest is already off the Bellas because the next night Paige turned heel by putting down. Charlotte and Becky and doing her own like almost doing her own solo thing with Natty getting involved. So Natty will probably join up with Charlotte and Becky now. They'll be and team like, NCB. I guess so. CBN. CBN. That sounds like a that sounds like a bad network. So yeah, called it. It's still a good match though. Still a good match. I have to give but it to uh, Charlotte for selling that knee injury the way she did the for entire like fifteen time. minutes. Oh, yeah. even after she won and was celebrating, still selling the knee, and that's why she's better than you, Nikki. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Nikki. Ah, all right. Now here comes here comes the uh, the big mystery partner match where it ended up being Chris Jericho, which ended up being though, some fan. Yeah. Oh my god, that was hilarious. The the random Shield fan that they just took out. Yeah, there. I know their security has really, really been under been under pressure to. Uh, not be shitty lately. All right, here's the deal, though. I, I was disappointed with it being Jericho because that was the predictable thing. Like, it was Jericho because it was convenient, and he's there, and he does the house shows and everything. And it's like, yeah, he's my favorite wrestler of all time, but, you know, still. There, there's a certain point where it's Wyatt. like... It's like, uh, it shouldn't have been him. But I'm... <laughs> he, he comes out, he doesn't fit the theme, he doesn't fit the team. And what ends up happening, they lose because he doesn't fit the theme or fit the team. Yeah, and then he gets all pissy and just walks off, and they're just like, dude, you sucked. Although, to be fair, the least, the most the most amount of suck was Braun Strowman, but <laughs> for the entire pay-per-view, the most amount of suck was Braun Strowman. But that's a whole different story. And he was one of six participants in his match. Yes. It's and Mega now- Maid. She's gone from suck to blow. <laughs> and now we come to the double main event, which... Motherfucker, only one match can go on last. Uh, I, I, I don't like the way they did this because the whole idea Jay was Jay Lethal to... did this at the ROH pay-per-view, but he started the show with one match and ended the show with the other, and he won yeah. both matches. Yeah. This uh-huh. this this booking made Cena look amazing and made Sting look weak, and I'm not a fan. But I've already expressed my opinion about that before, so let's just call it like it was. Cena won the U.S. title back, so you're just like, "Uh uh-oh, what's going to happen to Rollins? And every smart fan's like, he's winning the next match. 
And that's exactly what he does. And then we get... Hold on, Chris. I see Sting in the Raptors. He wants to talk. Hold on. Well, goddamn. All right. See, now, and I'm okay with that now. Okay. And that makes sense. Thank you. Thank you. Another part where back he was like, ow, my back. Yeah. Sting died but, uh, during that match twice. One like. Yeah. Liz like. <laughs> Please retweet. Like, one yeah, like is one prayer. And he apparently suffered a serious neck injury, but not that serious because we haven't heard like any debilitating updates. So it's just kind of like. He was supposed to be on around the next night, but he wasn't. Yeah. But we get we get the Seamus attempt to cash in, and then Demon Kane returns, and that actually brings up kind of a funny storyline from the week where Corporate Kane is overly enthusiastic about everything, and Demon Kane is like, it's not him. He just doesn't understand what's going on. It, it's amusing just for the fact that Glenn Jacobs makes everything look great. Even the shittiest storyline, he always works his ass off to make it look good. Because 20 years ago, he had trouble getting over. Yeah. <laughs> and the dude is just, I mean, you know, he's hes that guy in the locker room that you never hear a bad word about. Everybody loves the guy. Would you say he just couldn't pull the audience into his character? Oh, I get it. <laughs> well, I, I think... Um, it, it wasn't it wasn't a great week for wrestling uh, as far a lot of these uh, matches were concerned, but it wasn't the the worst thing possible. So I say uh, I say we just we, we roll on to the MSG show and just take it from there and move on to Hell in a Cell. You, you mean know? the beginning of the Go to Hell tour? Yes, Brock Lesnar's Go to Hell tour. Now yeah, I let tour of three things in one yes. month, so it's a big yes. deal. <laughs> of course, because he's actually doing stuff. Um, I want to talk about the upcoming Brock Big Show match because they're 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 attempting to hype it to make Big Show look like a threat. But does anybody Ooh. actually think that Big Show's going over in that match? Seriously, oh, hey. I'm fucking going over, man. And then we're also getting the uh, the Brock Taker re rematch at Hell in a Cell. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm offended. They prefer to be called special matches. <laughs> I'm going to wrestle. And you know what? I'm okay with it because wow. it makes sense for it to be in Hell in a Cell. It, it does. And, and I am all for sensical Hell in a Cell matches at Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I it, think it, I'm more looking forward to uh, the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. Oh, I mean when he doesn't show up because he doesn't want to put Barack over because it's not on the pay-per-view? <laughs> wow. Oh, hell, son. He doesn't deserve it. What? No, he didn't have a problem putting him over. He had a problem putting him over on Raw unadvertised. Yeah. What? Which is the right thing. The wrong thing was to not show up on Raw and try to. But you know talk what? It, it could be worse. The second time he walked out of the company, they wanted him to put over Jonathan Coachman. <laughs> Little more justifiable that time. <laughs> um, yeah, Brock Taker Hell in a Cell. I'm looking forward to that because it's going to make sense. Although. Uh, some people think it's a complete waste. Uh, Your first but, Hell in a Cell was off charts. That was 13 years ago. Yeah. Now Taker's a bit older. <laughs> so no. you gotta that. And Brock, Brock is, a, is a little bit more wise and caveman. <laughs> yes. All right. 
So let's talk about a couple of things that happened over the course of the weeks. Uh, I know you guys are, are not Total Divas watchers, but I am. And the, the season finale focused on Paige not wanting to get married after she agreed to, to get married just because she didn't want to lose the guy who asked her to marry her. Um, also focused on um, poor Tyson Kidd's neck injury and how Natty was supposed to have surgery the same week he was going to have surgery because one of her eyes is a flight risk and she could have a detached retina and lose that vision. But she's like, I can't do this if TJ's going to have surgery. And then come came the greatest storyline where Dolph Ziggler, you find out, was dating Nikki Bella on and off for five years and he decides to get back into her life and, because... And I want you back. <laughs> I want you back. Because... <laughs> He's like, I can give you, I can give you a husband, I can give you kids, I can give you all the things that Cena won't. And it's like, well, goddamn, this this could actually spawn a Cena Ziggler feud that would be friggin' amazing. Will we get it? And guess what? I would Probably be up for that feud because I don't remember any big feud between the two of them. I would like it both as a fresh thing for John Cena and for Dolph Ziggler to finally get a good push. Yes, I which is funny it. because because Ziggler will quote unquote turn heel for the feud, but he'll still be getting the mass cheers. Yeah, and John Cena will still get booed by men and cheered by women and children. Of course. All right, if we uh, go to Utah. We can both have a. We can be Mormon. <laughs> Mormon Cena would be a great gimmick. Oh God! And Nikki's like, I'll take them both. I'm hardcore. <laughs> oh my God! All right. It's, so it's Dan, a little you, known fact. That Nikki gives it to me in the butt. <laughs> well, damn. What, what? In my butt? In my butt? In my so, butt. And now Jason Shin's like, man, I got to get in touch with those fellas. Nikki, who are you Who are you going out with tonight? <laughs> it's John Cena! <laughs> oh, my God. All right, Dan, you broke this on Club Kayfabe. Can you please tell us about Hornswoggle's wellness policy violation? <laughs> he was only uh, a little high. <laughs> uh, I saw yeah. our news site, so I was like, oh, they sent us from .com. I checked it out. It's true. He Horn Hornswoggle has been busted on a wellness violation. Do we know Which what it is? Don't worry. It'll be a short suspension. Maybe he was he was using HGH to get taller. <laughs> it is human growth hormone. <laughs> Well, let's be honest here. Is anybody going to notice his absence? Because he's not on TV. He hasn't been on in a year since that WLC hey, and stuff. He's on Swerved, okay? He's on what? Swerved. Oh. He's probably yeah. the mascot for Swerved. Yeah, but that show doesn't even air anymore. So we're not we're not going to notice that he's not on TV for a month. We haven't seen him in like a year. We haven't so. seen him. So it's almost like the first thing I, I saw... The first thing I thought of when I saw that was, oh, damn, he still works there? <laughs> I <Not right> know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, after Hell in a Cell, John Cena is taking time off for personal reasons because oh, Dolph wants to be the baby daddy. That's why. Dolph yeah. wants to be. Oh, and so they'll do that, and then next May we'll see it happen on Total Divas. <laughs> yep. Oops. All right. So this is a great, this is a great story. Have the baby? I'll kick out at two. <laughs> this is a great story. So you know how on NXT we've been getting these promos for Nia Jax? Yeah. 
Well, it's Dan, been happening since the Brooklyn show, right? Oh, Dan, did you notice that something else happened instead? Uh, yeah. Uh, they said Kana's coming, and then the next week Kana came. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like oh yeah, we signed her, and then she just debuts the next week while Nia Jax is still getting hype videos, and they're all like the same. I am related to The Rock. I'm Nia Jax, and I might be at the next takeover, which is next week. That's what I was assuming, but they've already got two women's match books because Asuka's fighting Dana Brooke, and the main event is the Iron Woman match. Oh, what is up with Japanese and their love for silent U's? <laughs> Can you smell that fish between my legs? Oh, you mean like when uh, when Mae Young did the Bronco Buster to Eric Bischoff and she hit a fish oh! in his to just to troll him? I watched that. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite rib stories that I've ever heard. The redneck triathlon at the first Raw only pay per view, which was <laughs> which was oh, awful. Half of that show was redneck triathlon. It was all filler. Oh, it was bad. And then the SmackDown show, like the next month, was really good. And then I know that, like in a year and a half, it's going to switch. The SmackDown yes. shows will when be you, dog when you get to oh, when you get to oh four, it's going to be. Which is soon, yeah, I think. Which is yeah. yeah. Great. Wait till you get to Great American Bash 04. You'll understand. You will understand. That's one of the worst pay per views ever. Bash just head. I in. mean, it's not. It's not December to December King of the Ring '95, but it's pretty bad. Man, that's a weird name for pay per view: December to December King of the Ring '95. Yeah, <laughs> it's a friggin' awesome pay per view. <clears throat> Beware of dog. It features Savio Vega and Mike Knox. Chris lies. All right. So you know how uh, – here's what happens when you tape your show months in advance. You end up with Lex Luger 2015 as Tommaso Ciampa appeared on NXT and Impact this week. Was he, I guess he was on Impact. Oh, the Rick Rude, yeah. Yeah, To be sure that the uh, – the NXT was taped like three weeks ago, and the Impact was taped three months ago. Yes. Sorry about your damn tapings. And he, so he got a Ciampa was match. on both shows. Yeah, he had a singles match with uh, Tyler Breeze, and uh, Johnny Gargano had a singles match with Apollo Crews. They both lost, so it's kind of like, oh, hey, you know, you guys are, uh, you're the rooks right now. You got to pay your dues to get in the door. Well, I saw a, a note from from Gargano because because I'm Facebook friends with him, which you probably are too. <laughs> so he says that they are now accepting bookings everywhere as a tag team because they want to get over as a tag team now. I guess yeah. So they can well, get I, I am back. Facebook friends. Yeah, I am Facebook friends with Leva Bates, but that's because she is legit friends with some of my friends. So <laughs> that's a that's a different story. I think uh, workers like me uh, accept my request because they see who I'm friends with, and they think that I might know them, or they think I'm a worker. I don't know. Like sometimes it doesn't make any, and sometimes they send me requests. I'm like, why? How is this happening? Yeah, I've gotten I've gotten some of those before. Um, well, you're friends with Joey Image. <laughs> Everybody yeah. wants to be your friend. Da, 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 da. I was actually surprised that Gallows kind Gallows didn't necessarily know me, but he remembered he remembered the you know, he remembers his Johnny Glitter days, so when I chatted with him it was kinda like, Oh yeah, you're a Johnny Glitter guy, cool. Like 
Remember guess, when you put sunglasses on and were a heel ring announcer? No, because Gall- <laughs> Gallows was gone by then. Uh, he was in the E by then, wasn't he? He was, uh, he was, uh, he was d- uh freaking Deacon. Oh, he was freaking Deacon. Yeah, he was freaking Deacon then, because that was his first gimmick. He he wasn't Festus yet. He wasn't or even Fake Kane yet. He wasn't Fake Kane yet, either. He wasn't Fakane. Fakan. Fakane. Hee-hee. <laughs> Fakane. All right. And now, uh... I have not watched these yet, but I want you. I want uh, Dan to cover them because I know he has. They're table for three. Oh, table for three. Okay, so this is the most recent two, right? One was uh, former divas, and it was uh, Alunder Blaze, Ivory, and Molly Holly. And they talked about throwing the title in the trash and what it meant to the people in the back versus what it meant to fans. <coughs> And they talked about was <laughs> Ivory talks about like the best time she had was this like random ass like thrown together all the women in the match match, but she's like yeah but everyone could go all the stupid divas were gone it was great <laughs> <laughs> yeah and just talk about how we they, they like spoiled everyone's finishers and stuff some cool stories there but the most recent one is like that I of I C champions one. I guess is what they, they called it. It was Ryback, Dolph Ziggler, and Daniel Bryan. And like the because, because when I think of the history of the IC title, those are the first three names that come to mind. And the whole thing is about how Ryback used to ride with Daniel Bryan and, and, Co- and Cody Rhodes, but they ribbed him so much that he decided to go by himself. And they just <laughs> tell stories of things that happened while they rode together. That's awesome. And talk about oh my god! And talk about how they were at this foreign house show, and that was like right when Ryback turned heel, and he was he wasn't doing Phoebe Moore anymore. He was trying to do Ryback rules, but like they were like in Germany or something, and so everyone's still doing Ryback rules. Everyone's still doing Phoebe Moore. He's like, no Ryback rules, and everyone's just like, we don't speak English. (laughs) He's talking about how he had bumped both Dolph and Daniel, and they're all just laughing at him on the ground. Trying to get his new shit over in a non-English speaking country. That's amazing. That's so funny. It's such good stories on that one. And he's all like, you guys bullied me so much, I left. And Daniel Bryan's like, eh, they were pretty soft ribs, actually. <laughs> he tells a story about when he spent over $100 at Panera because he didn't know what he was doing. Like, you kind of just look at what they have and you ask for it. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I love Table for Three. Oh, it's I like can't wait to watch show. those. And uh, did, did anybody catch the uh, the, the J- new JBL show, The Legends? Oh, uh, yes. Like, uh, when I yeah. first saw it was out, I looked and it said part one. I was like, well, I will wait. Thankfully, the next day was when part two came out, so I watched both parts. It's it awesome. was fantastic to hear the stories and Eric Bischoff talk about it. It's really, it's really cool that they're still getting Bischoff to do stuff with them. Sounds awesome. It's, um, it's uh, Oh, and the latest unfiltered is with uh, Kevin Owens. That's and awesome. It's really good. Uh, I need to see that too. All right, y'all. Um, that's that's pretty much covers what happened in wrestling this week. Um, we're going to continue our pantless episode here with a with a pantsing because I'm without pants. It's time for a little troll truth. Now, here's what you guys got to remember. 
Um, I, I don't generally follow the Heyman during pay-per-view, during pay-per-view Sunday, but when he makes his comment about how, why is this Lesnar Undertaker rubber match at Hell in a Cell? It's a fucking waste. I felt the need to make the joke that Dan had made to me, which was, it's the match too big for WrestleMania or SummerSlam. <laughs> and of course, here comes his response. It not being at WrestleMania pretty much guarantees that's going to be yet another stroking of Lesnar's ego. I guess, I guess this time. Hold on. He would know all about stroking, wouldn't he? We're, we're not done yet. I guess this time they'll just have Lesnar, F5 Undertaker, two seconds into the match, lock in the Kimura and get the submission win. Then Lesnar and Paul Heyman will both drop their pants and dump a shit all over Undertaker, just like WWE has done to his legacy. I wish his dad had just stroked him out. Oh, God. Damn. Heyman! <laughs> I'll take things your mother should have swallowed for 500, Alex. <laughs> oh, my day has come. I'm really happy that Ellis just snorted his own joke. That makes me really happy. <laughs> oh, it's a lack of sleep there. Oh, he, was also, he was also very quiet about other stuff. First, he was like, Ryback versus Kevin Owens. I have no idea who I dislike more. How do I decide who to cheer for? I'll flip a coin. Let's go, Ryback. And I was like, LOL, he lost. That made me happy. At least he's not hoping that they die or get permanently injured. Yeah. He's evolved to a slightly less douchebag. Well, he, he didn't say anything about the Nikki Bella thing. I was waiting for it, but he said nothing. That's because the hot one lost. Yeah. After dominating uh, the entire match, Charlotte hits three moves and wins. I also like how he just doesn't understand how cover photos work because he tried to put a cover photo of uh, Winston Zedmore saying how he didn't believe in ghosts, but he still did his job. But because the cover photo is so off, it's cutting off all the words. <laughs> but you know what? That's fine. It, you know, some people are just too stupid to use Facebook. It's just funny because he very quickly started believing in ghosts. I'll take who is a retard for 500, Trebek. This person answers to the name Heyman. Who is your mom? Who, who is the Hey Mom? Who is the Hey Mom? <laughs> I've never, I've never met the Hey Mom before. Ugh. Hey no, Monica. No. Well, no, know. she's she's going to, she's going far away to, to, to a farm. <laughs> yeah, that's the shit your parents tell you about your dog that that died. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Oh well, going, oh, going to the farm. That's, well, that's where cows go, right? It's time to, oh uh, God, cows! That reminds me of last night's. Oh God, we we need to take Hey Yeller out back and put a oh. bullet in his head. <clears throat> oh God, I'm sorry, Hey Yeller. <laughs> Not really. Uh-huh. And who was it that pulled the trigger? John Cena. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Was it Matt Awesome that did the Sixth Sense one? Yes, that one was That good. one was good. Did you see the WWE one? It was fucking terrible. Oh, yeah, because they're going to kill this meme just like they killed Fandangoing. And they killed the oh. Randy Orton out of nowhere? Yes. That's what they, I'm going to kill they it. 
It was I'm so like, bad because they put his face over the gobbledygooker and they just played the song straight up and way too long. It was fucking dumb. Yeah, they, they missed the point. Hey, hey, guys. Guys, you know what I'm going to be for Halloween this year? Big spooky ghost? Yeah, with a burning cross. I mean, yeah. <laughs> with a Vince, burning lowercase t, get it right. Vince, you yeah. dress like that every Vince, you dress like that every day. Well, hey, that's hey. called cosplay. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a, <laughs> Vince is a professional ghost cosplayer. Yeah, I'm spooky. <laughs> God. All right, so uh, this week, to, to make up for the late show, <laughs> I asked you guys to submit some Q&As, and we're going to answer some Qs for y'all. All right. So uh, we're going to start off with a question here from our old pal Matt Awesome. What... Are all of you guys' favorite promo cut by a wrestler? Favorite promos, huh? That's a very tough one. The, the, I, I got two that come to mind, right? three that come to mind right away. Austin316 says, I just whipped your ass because I put him on the map. The original, the original Ric Flair uh, limousine ride-in promo. And, of course, the pipe bomb, which I know CM Punk hates that word, but every now and again, when you do a work shoot the right way, it comes off great. And Punk's wasn't... All they gave told Punk was, go out there and talk and say whatever you want, and he did. And it was awesome. As much as I love the pipe bomb, I love like his follow-up on John Cena, where he tells him that, that, that him and the Red Sox aren't the underdog. Yeah. That somewhere along the line, you became the New York Yankees. And that's what got John Cena to finally snap and hit him. <laughs> yes. That was awesome. <laughs> you right, are I... the evil empire. You are not the underdog. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ellis, what's your favorite promo? Uh, I... It's hard for me to think off of one off the top of my head, mainly because I wasn't planning on being on the show today. So you were I a mean, big fan of Kane Dewey, okay? <laughs> I mean, uh, it's not a. Re- I mean, not a wrestler, but all of Paul Heyman's promos for Brock. Yeah, those are great. Lesnar. Paul Heyman promos are gold every single time. Like, there's no one singular Paul Heyman promo. No, I like the one where he mentioned Brock beating the streak. Oh, like the first one? Like the night after? Wait, he did it more than once? <laughs> yes, of course. Um, what about... I, I love his public his public firing of Sabu. That was a great promo. That was real shit, though. Real like shit. Months later, he came back. Because yes. the fans wanted him. <laughs> what about uh, when, uh, when uh, Bischoff joined the NWO, that promo? Oh, that was a, that was like the that was the true beginning of the Bischoff character. That was a that was a smarmy ass promo too. <laughs> I liked that, or I also liked a, you arrogant asshole. Fire me! I'm already fired. Woo! <laughs> but, really but get yeah. off of me. How about right. Vince Russo's fuck Hulk Hogan promo at uh, Oh my God! The Beach 2000. <laughs> you dumb bald son of a bitch. Oh my god! That was really that was really well done. And unfortunately, he didn't call Hogan to tell him everything was all right the next day. So then Hogan thought it was real. 
and then he sued again. It was it was only Hogan's like fourteen or fifteenth lawsuit with the company, so it's not so bad. <laughs> you know, promo I like Eli Cottonwood's promo about his mustache. That he doesn't have a mustache, but that he has a mustache. <laughs> and then he and then he just went completely off topic. Oh dear. Oh dear. Alright. Jeff Trellowis asks, if you were booking the WWE right now, who would you have John Cena feud against? Would it be something fresh or something that we've seen already? Who hasn't seen a feud with at this point? Dolph Finn Ziggler. Balor. <laughs> Finn Balor, yeah. Dolph Ziggler, which might happen now. Yeah. Uh, he could finish up his Sami Zayn feud when Sami is cleared. Is he even a feud with him? He just wrestled him once. I want to see John Cena feud with Samoa Joe. They train together at the UP at the UP Dubs. Yeah, that that's going to be a good feud for Cena. That would be what I would pick next: a John Cena Samoa Joe feud. That could be a that would be like match. the next level of the CM Punk feud, right? Like all the fans like him but don't like you. Why? Yeah. Why don't you like me? Why don't you like me? Being John Cena is the coolest. Is the coolest. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Joseph Myers has an interesting one here. Create a new pay-per-view concept and booking. Who's in charge? What's the theme? And then how would you creatively book it? I'm trying to think. All right. Here's a a pay-per-view concept that I wrote in the... uh, for my old EFED that I was going to incorporate into a novel. Uh, The theme of the pay-per-view was... It it didn't really have a title or anything, but the concept was there were six singles matches, and you had to win your match to get into the six-pack match at the end of the night to feud for the championship. I'm sure I could come up with a way to name that and like create it into a thing, but basically you had to win your match to get into into this challenge match. And that was the only way to earn your contendership. I also came up with the Blackjack Brawl, which was the 21-man version of the Royal Rumble, but that actually is being used by Grand Slam Wrestling. It has been for a couple of years now, so... Um, that's, a, that's a rip-off idea, but it is something that I legitimately created that is is happening in indie wrestling, so that's, you know, that's kind of cool. Oh, if you want to go by based on creations. <clears throat> My show... Would have some dumb name, and all the titles would be on the line because they're supposed to be Night of Champions. Cause, and cause then, because all pay per view should be Night of Champions. And then uh, the big bonus match would be my creation, the I Quip match. <laughs> yes, where the yes. two best talkers will go at it verbally until the guy comes up with the best one liner. The I quit match. I Sorry, until the one guy can't come up with a one-liner in response. <clears throat> and then the other guy wins. Yeah, I got nothing. All right. The, the other concept I always wanted to do was a Halloween-themed battle royal where all the wrestlers dress up as a pop culture character, complete with <laughs> entrance music and, like, the gimmicky thing and everything. And the battle royal wouldn't have to be anything special. It would, it would, it's it would all, all about who's showcase. coming out next and what yeah. they're dressed as. Exactly. An Inferno it's the, Hell in it's, Cell match. It's, God, no. Jesus Christ. Triple so cage you, match. you get through the fire and there's you still just a cage. Want, you just want to kill everybody is what you could have got with. What, what about bringing the triple cage match back? Eh? That, was, that, was, that was safe. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's safe for who? For, 
the, and the then children that games. Melissa's looking after. I wish they would bring back War Games, but they won't because it's a WCW idea. Oh, it's a Dusty Rhodes idea, and he's dead. And they're all oh. about celebrating oh. him now. By the way, also new in WWE Network, a panel from before SummerSlam about NXT with NXT peoples and former NXT peoples. Really good. Check it out. Okay. Um, just that second question. She apologized if this was already archived, but how did you get into watching wrestling and what live events do you like to attend, if any? Um, I talked about this before. Buddy down the street got WrestleMania three for his birthday, and that was my first foray into wrestling, was Hulk Hogan body slamming Andre the Giant, and it was awesome. Um, I didn't become a hardcore fan after he, you know, he moved away. I kind of stopped watching it. It blew up in high school with the Attitude Era. I was still in that weird phase where I didn't want to. I didn't want to like the thing that everybody else was into because I was just like, no, I don't want to just like it because everyone else is doing it. That's stupid. And then like, I then I started watching it and I really liked it because Jason Shin remembers I was always like putting him down for watching it. And that's like, no, I actually do like this. And then I, you know, it just blew up from there. But uh, as far as live events, I'll attend anything that's in the area as long as I've got the money to go to it. Um, I, I, I want to I want to attempt to go to uh, what's it what's it called National Pro Wrestling Day when they do that event because I know that's going to be nearby. Uh, I, re- I really wanted to try to go to King of Trios this year because they were doing it nearby too. Oh, uh, King of Trios, which was won by Team AAA. Slash Team Lucha Underground, Underground. Phoenix, Aerostar, and Drago. And, uh, Drago, that's and awesome. And they beat the, the Bullet Club in the final, which was AJ and the Young Bucks. Which is awesome. awesome. Um, good stuff. Yeah, I, I wanted to try to go to that with Mike Irizarry. But, uh, you, know, unf- you know, my time right now with my job and my finances are just, they're not good. So things like that just really aren't an option. Uh, the last thing I went to was the Royal Rumble, but that's because it was in Philly, and I really wanted to go to that. My wife and I went. We made a trip out of it. We got great seats. Um, the Roman Reigns win was disappointing, but the triple threat for the title was incredible. I still have very fond memories of that. So, you know, I, I try to go to whatever I can as long as it's available, but it's just not always an option, unfortunately. I would have to say for me, I think it was fourth grade elementary school. Uh, kids were talking about it, so I tuned in to WCW, which uh, WCW guy just started watching from there. Would record on a VHS the uh, Monday uh, Monday Night Nitro, and just it, my love for it just went from there. And I know you guys are gonna find this, but I have never been to a live WWE event. I have been to one live event. And that was TNA when it was still filming at Universal Studios. That's it. Dan, I already know the answer to how many live events you've been to. I've been to zero live events, which will include TNA is bound for glory on Sunday, which is like 20 minutes from you. I found out a few days ago is like 20 minutes away. They saying it's Charlotte, but it's not. It's in Concord, uh, which would still be 20 minutes away anyway. Uh, I watched I a bit. That is. I watched a bit of like the Saturday morning era in the eighties because I'm older than both of you, <laughs> and uh, fell off and then got back on because I was a big sports fan and I was watching. I would get up in the morning and watch the the Sports Center, 
and they would be talking about that uh, and Mike Tyson was going to be at WrestleMania. And I was like, that's crazy. That's not what I remember as a kid. And then I started watching after that WrestleMania a month or two after. You mi- you missed a good portion of crap, though. Because I know it's like the mid-2000s is when you, were, were fu- you fell out. Oh, so uh, yeah. Missed. I fell out because uh, I went to college. Your mom goes mom to college. Mom goes to college. Your mom goes to college. Uh, but then I came back just in time for John Cena to take over. Nice. <laughs> yeah, my first show uh, after coming back after college was WrestleMania 21 on DVD. During that summer at camp, working at camp, I <laughs> summer working at camp. I watched WrestleMania 21 and the one first one night stand, and and I had to do this at like one in the morning because I was at a freaking <laughs> summer camp. It's awesome. All right, John Cena loves Jesus. All right, this one comes from Chev. What do you think of WWE having more TNA Hall of Famers employed than TNA does? Who's in the TNA Hall of Fame? It's like it's like Christian, the Dudley Sting. Yeah, are you gonna Google Let's, this? Uh, yes, I am googling. Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. Sting, Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett, Earl Hebner, Team 3D. Oh my God, that's terrible. Yeah, right. So they have three. <laughs> Uh, I think Kurt Angle's gone, actually. But what's the? I, I, I think it, I think it speaks volumes about their company, though. They they are literally riding the coattails of X WWE stuff. All they do is they put it down, and they still put it down, even though they're just failing miserably. And that was always my biggest problem with TNA. They never had their own identity. They like they tried to do stuff to get their own identity, and it was always something stupid, like oh, we're going to come up with. With these really complicated matches that make no sense. The best thing they ever did was the X Division, and they just keep squandering that because they're fucking dumb. Yeah, it's just dumb it's, as shit. It's it's stupid. It's stupid, yeah. stupid, stupid. Sting was inducted by Lex Luger. Kurt Angle was inducted by Dixie Carter. Jeff Jarrett was inducted by Dixie Carter and Mike Tenay. Earl Hebner was in, was inducted by Billy Corgan. Oh my god. Team 3D were inducted by Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. I think it's just dumb. I think they're they're all they're doing is they're honoring ex WWE guys. Where why the hell isn't AJ Styles and Samoa Joe and Chris Daniels and Kazarian? Like why aren't they the guys in your Hall of Fame and James Storm and Chris Saban? Oh, you just named a whole bunch of guys that don't work there. Yeah, but they're all <laughs> deserving to be there. I mean, next Don't thing you know, they're going to shouldn't be around come ne- come New yeah. Year's. Next thing you know, they're going to induct they're going to induct Randy Savage and Raven and Scott Hall because they were there at one point. Oh yeah, you... and then they're going to induct Three Live Crew. Oh, uh, beware! <laughs> Road Dog, it was our it was Archer, Road Dog, and uh, Conan. Conan, yes. Beware, come for you. It's the remix. Three live crew. Still getting rowdy. Odele. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, chicken tenders. And, tenders. and then they became the four live crew because Billy Gunn got fired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kip Sop. Well, originally he was the outlaw. And then they got freaking uh, sued over it 
So when I finally got some TNA DVDs, there was a paper. It was like the first pay-per-view was in. They were doing the first Lethal Lockdown, which is pretty much War Games, but they couldn't call it that because Vince owned War Games. But Dusty Rhodes was, quote-unquote, in charge of TNA at the time. And on the DVD is like, oh, and they told us who their first member of, of the team is going to be. it, and then you hear nothing because they had to edit out the out the name The Outlaw from the DVDs. Oh, it was terrible. Terribly really? hilarious. Yeah. Speaking terrible. volumes. Speaking volumes. No, it wasn't. There was nothing there. <laughs> no, because you could still see Dusty Rhodes moving his lips. And there's no nothing coming out. So they just they decided to just cut to a sting promo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I agree. Oh, I agree. So bad. Oh, oh so man. So all right. Dumb. So uh fair question to all three from Michael Vaughn. What is your occupation and what did you really want to do for a living? Well, I could tell you firsthand I am not doing what I want to do for a living, but that's a whole different story. I am the convention services supervisor at the Lancaster Host Resort, which basically means I do banquet event setup. Everything from small business conferences to wedding receptions to classroom seminars, whatever they need, I set the event up and then I maintain it. It's a, it is a manual labor job, but it does allow me to be creative, which is cool. Ideally, um, what I'm doing right now is what I'd love to do for a living, have my own radio show, uh, a daily radio show, you know, Monday through Friday in the mornings or something. Um, not necessarily like a shock jock show, just a show where you can shoot the shit and play some music and have some fun, Ooh. you know, and, and do go to events, you know, be that be that celebrity presence, do uh, do fun stuff for charity. You know, that's what I want to do. With go my to life. schools and read a book. Yeah, I want to and I want to read a book. And I want to write. I want to be. I want to be an author. And I want to. I want to get off my ass and find that motivation. And fall to find the time to sit down and write because that's what I like to do. So that's that's what I want to do for a living. Uh, what about you, Mister Holmes? Because as we know, I met this guy working at Universal Studios. Well, as of well, this is going to kill my gimmick though. So technically, <laughs> I I panhandle. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta look at, look at this guy trying to keep the kayfabe on Club Kayfabe. Like, what is I this? I panhandle. I'm I'm that guy uh, down by the street. And say uh, anything will help. Uh, God bless. Who killed Bojangles? Or or Zod bless. And Simpsons, and no? and, okay. and and not gimmick land. Uh, I work for Wagner Media. I am a service technician. We uh, rent out projectors, screens, giant TVs lenses and all that great stuff ideally i'd like to be be able to be at home and uh edit videos all day long in my yes. box and or in a van down by the river <laughs> with the state of the art editing equipment and computers and stuff the state of the art <laughs> editing suite yes <laughs> have all the uh all the boxes of the computers and the software <laughs> Or I'll draw a computer oh, God. on the box. Old school where the software boxes were big enough to to hold just about anything. Because yeah. they were worried people would steal them. <laughs> so they made them like a freaking foot by like half a foot big. You ain't getting this down your pants. Hey, hey, hey. John Cena says don't steal, kids. Is that what he did? 
Yeah, I guess. I am a podcaster. I make roughly zero dollars. <laughs> yes, but you've got the job that I want. Not not the income, but the job that I want. Uh, what would I like to be doing? Similar to Chris, with uh, with like a regular show thing going on, and being a man. Uh, but I would like to spin that into uh, sports commentary and wrestling commentary. Go that route. Would be what awesome. I would love to be doing. Yes. Be awesome. All right. Adrian Cotton wants to know, do you think younger fans get it when a wrestler does a shoot in their promos? Like last week when Paige said, you, we all know why the Bellas are on top. Yeah, do you nope. think the kids get what she meant? Because no. they're on bottom. <laughs> because no, I slept with uh, John Cena. <laughs> John Cena uh, was kicking it. No, I, I, I definitely don't think those comments are meant for that group. Those, those are the shoot comments that are meant for the hardcore fan. Those, those are, are the ones meant for the smarks. Yes, th- those are meant for us, not not for the kids. Uh, the kids get the rest of the content. That Jones. sentence was for us. Yeah. All right. Uh, from Alan Craig, in this day of constant social media, is kayfabe a thing of the past or something to still keep around? And that's a tough one. Because, Somewhere in between? Yeah. It's a tough one because I know a lot of indie guys who try very, very hard to always keep kayfabe with their gimmicks seen, online. Have you seen Gregory Iron in the last few weeks? Yes. Since he won the intense championship at AIW? <laughs> It's yeah, been hilarious. That's oh. a guy who's always keeping his gimmick going. It's so good. Um, oh. I, I think I think if you're a, if you're an indie guy, it's it's fine if that's what you want to do. But the reality of the situation is, and I know that guys like Joey Image will disagree with me on this, but the reality of the situation is that kayfabe is just not protected anymore, and to to constantly keep it up is. It's just it's just <laughs> not really possible, you know. Especially when I you get older, being harder for indie guys because considering most, unless you're like Colt Cabana or somebody, you're working a regular job the rest of the week, and a fan can see you there. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, like and, and with WWE, it's weird because they want everybody to be like. Be very uh, always be professional and all this they other stuff. They want you to be a character twenty four seven, but they want you to also be real twenty four seven. Yeah, it's 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 weird. Like, and and you know, I, I've heard several people cut shoots, even people that are still working there that talk about that. They're like, even Daniel Bryan talks about it. He's like, I, I I don't really get it. So like, I just I just be me because it makes sense to me. And thankfully, at this point, that's his, his character is him. Yes. Oh, so it's good. Yeah. See, that's the place you you, you want to be. Your character is you. You are your character, and you don't have to really try hard or do anything out of character. Right, right. All right. I don't want to. I want to get to points that are buried here, so I don't want to go too much longer. <laughs> but but I got I got to answer this one from Don Mario. <laughs> if the moon were made out of barbecue spare ribs, would you eat it? We recently learned that the moon wasn't made out of cheese. But if it were made of barbecue sparrows, would you eat it anyway? Yep. And the answer is yes. 
And uh, Matt Austin wants to know, if you were a Pokemon, what would your name be? I'd be O'Melee. Duh. You could only say parts of your name. Of course. Homeless Soar. Homeless Soar. Homeless Soar. Homeless Soar! I would be, uh... I would be Fapatron. <laughs> oh my god. Because <laughs> I've been single for over ten years. <laughs> god damn. So, so instead of Hydro Pump, it'd be Uwa Pump? It's, it is super effective. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh I saw all those memes with the with the well-named Pokemon that you that you reposted. Oh my god. The, Penis the, the, used Harden and when I saw Haiti used Earthquake, it was super effective. I died. I'm like, oh my god. That's just that pushes the limit, but I laughed so hard. Push it to the limit. All right. All right. Last question I want to answer here. Hypothetical. This is from uh, Michael Vaughn. Oh, my God. He's still laughing. All right. Earthquake. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. A Canadian earthquake in Haiti. <laughs> yes. Canadian earthquake in Haiti is what kills Ellis. <laughs> oh, boy. Huh? Oh, well, first he was Mario. Then he switched to Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, boy. Huh? Mario Mouse. Mickey the King Mouse. Huh? Oh, yeah. Huh? All right. This is a hypothetical question from Michael Vaughn. If Owen Hart was still alive, would he be in the New Day as the token white guy? Yes. I was, <laughs> if he was alive today, he would probably be like the number one guy at the Performance Center. Yeah, and he'd also be in the Hall of Fame. All right, so uh, I want to give a shout-out here to Giant Media Ball for continuing to host Club Kayfabe Podcast as well as Talking Talkies. You can listen to all kinds of great shows over there on the Giant Media Ball. Wiggly's Book Club. Wiggly's Book Club. We Talk Games. They have the uh, uh, Ouches Wrestling Retro Wrestling, Wrestling Review. Yes, yes. There are so many great things to listen to. Please check that out. And I want to throw a shout out here to my friends. Please check out Joey Images podcast, That Image Guy, his one-man show. And my buddies Chris Decker and Ref Matt, they do a show called Shows from a Hat, where they put WWE Network shows in a hat, draw one, watch it, and review it. And they had to do the Great American Bash 04, which is why I started tuning into their show. Because I'm like, oh my god, that's such an awful pay-per-view. I'm so happy that they're, they're going to tear this a new one. Isn't that uh, when JBL won the title? You sure is. It was also Concrete Aside, and it was also the pay-per-view debuts of Kenzo Suzuki and Mordecai. Wonderful. The, but the opener is pretty good. It has like Rob Van Dam, Booker T, Rey Mysterio in it. I've seen Heidenreich. It's when he's trying so to get a guys. job, and he like runs into Matt Hardy, and he's angry at him because... Shannon Moore told him that Matt Hardy threw his tape away or whatever. Oh, I forgot all about that. Oh, this was this is when Paul Heyman still wasn't in charge of SmackDown yet. No, because the SmackDown Six didn't exist yet. This this uh, the last show I saw was when Vince McMahon beat the fuck out of his daughter like a week before her wedding. Yeah, <laughs> she had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> <laughs> This is where the storyline's been going. 
God damn it. <laughs> she fell. She fell. Jesus. But yes, so, uh, guys, check all that stuff out. Check out Giant Media Ball. It's like a giant ball of media. But there no are fleas. Guaranteed. No fleas. And with that little promo out of the way, it is time for everybody's favorite part of the show. We're going to play Points or Buried. Buried. Oh, man, he sounds sick, too. Or Buried. Yeah, that sounds a little better. Or Folded. Yeah, he still sounds a little sick, but that's all right. All right, uh, who else we got? Here? It's folded, son. Yes. Or effing speared. Yeah, I'm not even gonna wait for Arnold to talk. What about frozen? Ah, our guy was swimming. Oh, the ah, the baseball oh, cards in the, in the in the shh, shh. Don't wake him up. Yeah, don't wake oh, him up. Oh, the Jason Shin wiki cards. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody sounds weird this week. This is a weird episode. Oh, uh, with the stuff in the thing. All right, so so Dan Dahl. Oh, finna get Mickey Mouse. <laughs> no. And, <laughs> and Roman is sleeping. Jerry yeah. Lawler. <laughs> yeah, just watch watch out for him. All right. All right, so uh, Dan Dahl wanted to know what some of these wrestlers' hidden talents are. I mean, after all, Edge plays the kazoo. Uh, Xavier Woods can play the trombone. Well, what's another unique hidden talent that a wrestler has? And we got a couple here. So you guys ready? Yeah. Okay. As he dies. All right. Uh, we didn't get many entries this week. I And I know some people are going to be like, oh, well, you didn't have a 24-hour deadline. Like, I had a 23-hour deadline. But, yeah. Since or what Chev thought, it was already over. It was already over. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> it is always Eastern Standard Time, people. I'm so sorry if you... Even though it's currently Florida. daylight time for, like, the next two weeks. <laughs> yes. Well, in, in, in Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Florida, it, it's the right time. So, get with it, guys. Yeah, damn. Yeah, why are you guys living in the past? Break out, man. Break out. <laughs> Taylor Chadwick's like, I'm four hours in the past. Hey, hey guys, guess who gets to award points this week? Yes, but you're being watched, so don't don't. Oh, that works. Re- that works really well on an audio podcast. I know. You can't, surely... you can't see Feel us. That like is watching me, dude. I'm giving you. I'm giving you the De Niro eye right now. So watch yourself. Oh, shit, stink eye, brother. <laughs> All right, here's your first wrestler's hidden talent. Kane is a world class fisherman. He entices the fish to embrace the bait. <laughs> <laughs> points <laughs> I like because remember that embrace the hate was a thing he did like four years ago <laughs> yeah but it's 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 retroactively funny all right points to Robert Atkin Here, fish, fishy fishy here or, fishy 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 I caught a fishy a fishy wait wait and after he cashes it does he have pyro on the boat to where he throws his hands down it just fries Ob- the fish automatically obviously his boat's equipped. All four corners of the boat are equipped with pyros. <laughs> but not anymore because there's cameras there. That they and, then the, use. and then the sky and the water turns red. <laughs> and then look at this camera. And then look at that camera. Oh, God, they don't, talk about it on that NXT thing. Okay, don't look at the camera. <laughs> We're making movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your, your, next, 
Here's your next in talent. Lance Storm is actually a famous comedian and three-time Yo Mama champion. Very amusing. No, no, no points. Yeah! I'm gonna F and spear this. Yeah! I'm not gonna wait for anybody to give me my cue. Whoa, and he just F and speared it. Jeez. <laughs> he just F and speared Yo Mama. Speared the S out of that. Uh, sorry, Matt Hardman. Yeah, everybody I, sounds weird tonight. I don't know what it is. Must be something in the air. Yeah, it must just be feels like we're missing somebody. It's a change. It's a change of the seasons. All right. No, that was two weeks ago. <laughs> That's when I got sick from the change of the seasons. <laughs> it's the time of the season. Of the season. It's up, it's up, Give it to me easy. <laughs> All right. Here's your next. Here's your next hidden talent, guys. Sting's hidden talent is. <laughs> what is it? That's obviously, just a picture of Sting's hidden talent. It's obviously motivational speaking. Duh. My God, that's just a picture of Sting's talent. By God, Maggle! It's a picture! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I give that points, Maggle. It's an animated gif of Stink's hidden talent, Maggle. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I give that JBL points. Yes, with your regular points, but with the uh, New York with Stock Exchange. Yeah, with a cowboy hat. Yes. All right, good job, Glenn Cookin. You got, you got JBL points. Points of wearing a patriotic cowboy hat. You got Bermuda points. I'll live well, on an to... island, Maggle. <laughs> Maggle, we fist on Friday nights. Except it's Thursday now. I'm confused. And he doesn't do that show anymore. <laughs> I don't do that show anymore, Maggle. Ha <laughs> ha, people pants. <laughs> I've always turned John Cena-ish now. <laughs> I love it. Ha <laughs> ha. We're one of the same, Maggle. Uh, <laughs> I think you guys need some people power. <laughs> oh, God, man. <laughs> Chef, if you're listening right now, can you please tell us what the Else Has Died count is up to? Because you're, you're, you're our regular statistician on this show. Oh my god. The the Ellis has died tally is going up right now. Uh one like equals one prayer. Retweet. <laughs> yes. Oh, one like the- equals one additional box. <laughs> if he gets all the likes, he'll have a mansion of a whole condominium of boxes. I'll have an entire coffin. <laughs> oh my god, that was well, that escalated quickly. All right. Rest in boxes. Preferably not. All right. So did you know that Dean Ambrose is a professional banker? Every night backstage, he collects the woo-ah deposits. No points. I, I say he gets the wrong gets shield. Bad. Oh, no, no, no. He's up. It's He's standing bad. up. He's, no, it's no, 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 no. Woo-ah. Ah, guys. Oh, God, that was oh, 
Who won the Jason Shin rookie cards? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's in my hair. Oh, it's like conditioner. Oh, I've got the urge. Oh. You got the urge? Herbal Essence commercial. Oh. By the way, that was so unfunny. I'm thinking of banning. Michael Vaughn. Uh, go you got to get the right guy. That was not the right guy. Oh, man. No, no bands this week, but I will. I, I'll let him. I'll let him sink and drown in that disgusting mass. Uh, All right, stop you. God. Jesus Christ. All right. So, did you know that Undertaker writes articles under a pen name for Good Housekeeping magazine? And that pen name is John Cena. <laughs> Uh, is that the entry, or is that you speaking? No, that was me throwing that out there. He should have told us what the name was. Oh, yeah. Oh. If you want good feng shui in your living room, I suggest you put the coffee table over here. <laughs> I think that doesn't deserve full points. I thought it was yeah. funny, but yeah, I'll, I'll agree with halves. All right, Don Mario, you get half points. I think you should have came up with the name. Did you know that Dolph Ziggler is a professional salesman? He once sold a case of vibrators to a convent. Uh oh. That's going to get frozen! (laughs) Let it go! Let it go! Right. I don't know why Cheese showed up for that. But yeah. Why did Cheese show up singing a Disney song? I don't know. <laughs> Better late than never. <laughs> Joe Mad Dog Beetle, you've been frozened, literally. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, this next one would be funnier if we weren't pantless, but I still appreciate it for the joke. Alicia Fox's hidden talent is being able to find her way back from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I award that double points. Oh, damn. Ellis says double. Dan? Change approved? All right. 200 points to you, Siobhan. Damn it. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's bit. right. You're a participant. What did, you, did you think that was your entry, Ellis? <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. Fuck. Oh, that makes it even better. Yeah, I've, good, job. Point. good job. Good job. Good <laughs> job. Fuck you, chef. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, Linda McMahon has a wonderful talent of wasting Vince's money. That's probably pretty true. Accurate points are accurate? <laughs> accurate points. And How much you, are those? those are the best kind. Yes. All right. Jeff Trollowitz gets accurate points. And folded. No. He's, Jesus Christ. No. He got points. Folded. Stop. Folded <laughs> points. Folded points? Jesus Christ. Yeah. This, is, this is what happens when Homeless is on the show. All right. Uh, here's you another know why? Because he comes to the studio, and I think he's getting... Uh, too big a head. He thinks he thinks he's well, his life's all damn together, thing. and it's just it goes to his head being indoors. Yeah, right. He's like, "What the hell is this? It's either air conditioning or heat, depending on the time of the year." What is this? Right now, it's heat. 
Uh, in my house, it's just nothing because we just turned the air off. I wish it would be that way, but no. It's heat down here. It's always heat. It's Harlem heat! Oh, that's my favorite tag team from back in the day. That oh. sucks for you guys. It was 46 degrees out today. And even though it was cold and rainy, I was embracing it. You know what? All right. You can suck it, O'Mealy. Shuck it long and shuck it hard. Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? <laughs> I kiss your mother somewhere. Oh, that's not the line, but good try. All right, here's your next hidden talent. Chris Von Eric can catch bullets. <laughs> <laughs> what say you, Dan? <laughs> Cringies? Yeah, that gets cringies for sure. Just cringies? Uh, yeah, just cringies. Just cringies to Ellis. Boy, he's going to regret giving Chevy. Oh, that's much. why you threw it to me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> At least I play fair. I was, I, I, you know, and I was thinking, oh, someone's going to throw it to me because it's going to be Ellis's entry and I know it's coming. Yep, and then it, it happened, and I didn't no, realize it until afterwards. <laughs> that makes it better, though. <laughs> oh, he's asking me. Okay. All right. So uh, we're at the Biggie countdown already. We got their final five here, but that's good. Let's, let's roll out of time. Let's do this. All right. The great Kali is actually fluent in many languages and is a world-renowned translator. <laughs> well, she doesn't know English still. <laughs> that's yeah, it. That's, like it's points. Okay, yes. And there will be memes, I'm sure. All right, Joe Kalaya, you just got whatever whatever he just said points. I think it's just regular I, 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 that, that translates to fifth fitty. Oh. Just fitty? Man, you're 50 cruel. Plus 100. That's because he only got 50, and now he's trying to... No, 50 plus 100. What the... You can, what's now... What? Was it, it right. wasn't that funny. <laughs> All right. Fine. Minus it gets, 25. No, it, get, it gets 100 points. It Shut gets up, It gets regular points. <laughs> yes. Jeez. God damn it. See? Friggin' indoors, I'm telling you. All right. All right. Decent light bulbs, which we shouldn't be All using, Alice. They're against the law now because, you know, light government bulb. saving us by changing fucking light bulbs. Light bulbs on my light bulbs. You know, and, and the funny thing is, I just replaced a bulb like a week ago, and it said it's going to last for nine years, and I'm going to laugh when it lasts one. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> that's about how long they last. Which, I, as far I, as I remember, was as long as the other ones that are unsafe would last. So I do okay. have a light bulb that I have never changed out of my lamp that's in my bedroom right now. I've been using it since college. It's one of those lights where it's just like Your last light bulb forever. went to college. It did. It did. It also went to Florida and back. It's the same lamp. All right. Anyway. You love lamp? I love lamp. I do. I love lamp. All right. You're saying that you because really you love the lamp? Or are you just naming things there. off in the room? I, I love lamp. All right. Next. Next. Randy Orton can actually speed read. Well, I, uh, speed reading doesn't make him talk faster. <laughs> that gets no points. Oh, that gets Randy Orton's. So, uh, nothing <laughs> I haven't buried yet, right? Yes, yes. Now it is. 
Well, with that, you bitch. Okay, I'm gonna bury this entry, and then I'm gonna look at this camera. I'm gonna look at this camera. But not right but, at the camera. But not right at the camera. We're making moves. All right. All right. <laughs> Alice Craig. Al- Alice Craig. Alice wow. Craig. Alan, Whoa. Alan Craig. You have been Randy Orton buried, which is very buried, because Triple H once literally cut his legs off. All right. Kamala has never lost a gang game of hangman. He's got the head, the body, and the arms, but... <laughs> oh, regular points plus cringies. Oh. Uh, I'll give you that one. Yeah, that was Dan Dahl's entry. <laughs> he went from ridiculous. somebody getting their legs cut off to somebody who's had their feet cut off. <laughs> Who literally has no feet. Yeah. That was just... Oh, God. All right. All right. Here's a, here's a hidden talent. Eva Marie's hidden talent, she actually can wrestle, but her lack of brain cells made her forget this talent. <laughs> half points. Wow. All right. Mad awesome half points. And that takes you to your final entry. Biggie's hidden talent is being the world's greatest ref. He'll always count to five because he was trained by Glitter Jr. Uh, I appreciate that. Because I get it. Gets Chris appreciation points? I will... Which are worth nothing! (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, guy. I will allow that to at least get half points because it it wasn't that funny, but it was still... It was funny. It was noteworthy. And it was Charles Hardy, so... Uh, Pat probably would have been okay with that. All right. Goldberg's going to half-spear that. Yeah. And it takes a front bump. It takes a half front bump. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So who, who do you guys think should be the winner here? Siobhan. You want to award him an additional 50 points? Son of a bitch. No, Ellis. <laughs> or you want to let Ellis have the win with his mere 50? <laughs> no, Siobhan wins. Oh, fuck you. Oh, come yeah. on, Ellis. You, you're the one that gave him the freaking super points. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Well, that's yeah, because it was funny he deserved it, but now I think I only have, what, a 50-point lead? You might not have the lead anymore, actually. <laughs> I just <laughs> fucked myself. There's only going to be 51 games this year because of the missed week. Or are there? Because we did the double shot. When Ellis was on before. Oh, there's going to be exactly 52 games. Yeah, wasn't that kind of the idea? Like, if this, if we do miss a week or something, we've got one in the bank. I, it was, it I think was it was because money. the previous week went so poorly. Because oh yeah, they went insane with their power. Because you guys, which was went, funny, because we told them they could, but they went a little too insane. In the membrane, I was like, "Remember, you guys can exploit this power, but they super exploited it." And they're like, "Okay," and then you're like, "What have we done?" <laughs> then I buried myself. <laughs> yes, indeed. All righty. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, hopefully we'll be back next week on time. Patrick will be back. Everything will be back to normal. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. But thank you guys again for your patience. You know, this is why we keep doing the show because we got great listeners like you guys. And you guys don't hound us if we don't get an episode out on time. It's just, you know, oh, man, yeah, you guys are busy. We're cool. Like, you guys are a legit community. That's why we do this show. My favorite is uh, Siobhan's dog memes above wait, waiting for the newest CK one. Oh, yeah. That one. Where Doge is just waiting at the computer. <laughs> yes. 
But all right, so thank you guys. Hopefully, this will just this will be a one time thing. But uh, yeah, hey. and we'll, we'll never have Ellis on again. <laughs> no, uh, maybe. All right, well, do tune in next week, and uh, we'll talk to you then. Well, uh, next week with a post NXT takeover and a and a post MSG show. So yeah, there'll be more good stuff. We happening. went to hell. I miss Pat. Zod willing and the creek don't rise. Bye!